Hello and welcome to the Lazy Book Club podcast, the book club for those who don't want to read or leave the house. My name is Matt Gonzalez. Awooga! It's David Cox. <laughs> and I'm Josh Matheson. <laughs> louder and louder and louder every week. It's great. I really panic that time. <laughs> I could see the little bit of panic in your eyes trying to come up with something creative. It's so, it's so lovely and organic. Like, like literally at no point when Matt was speaking, I thought I'm going to do Awooga. And there it came from. Mm. What, what an amazing that's, process. That's kind of this whole podcast, really, isn't it? The whole thing just organic and made up and, and listeners probably realise that. That's a yeah. great way of saying no preparation goes into mm-hmm. this podcast at all. Nope. We're thoroughly unprepared. And that actually makes it more funny because yes, if we'd does. done like research into like <laughs> the book and everything, mm-hmm. then the things that happen, although even if you did all the research in the world, I don't think anything could prepare you for some of the bonkers madness that happens along the way for um this little wooden chum very true um, i'm my only worry is that any book i'm are we going to going forward into our other literary ventures just going to be expecting too much of <laughs> he's going to ruin us isn't he oh the character has an arc yeah <laughs> what what, what do we do with what that do you mean there's a sense of cohesion between the narrating <laughs> voice what what do you mean the chapters are roughly the same length? <laughs> <laughs> so this week we are looking at chapters 35, 36 and the epilogue of Pinocchio. Whoa, I brought my sleeping bag. <laughs> yeah, because the last chapter is so long, we're going to divide it up like we used to and do a chapter and episode. So keep tuned for this week. You're going to get 35 on Tuesday, 36 on Wednesday and the epilogue with Noah from the gaming arc on Thursday. So it's going to be a massive monster Pinocchio week for you guys. That's it. It's going to be lazy Tuesday, lazy Wednesday, lazy Thursday, lazy whole week. Every day lazy. Just lazy life. I've, um, so what I've done, I can, on my, you can turn on your notifications. So even if, because sometimes you can subscribe and it is, but you can actually turn on notifications. Um, to, yes. so that every time it comes out it literally just comes up and downloads automatically you wake up and you get Lazy Book Club all over your face it's like it's like <laughs> <laughs> it's like ah oh, it's out ah oh, it's out just it's slapping out. you in the face in my eyes Book Club slaps so last week we left Pinocchio in the belly of a shark he yeah, had right his in the middle. he had his donkey skin eaten away by fish mm. after becoming lame from the circus and being thrown off a cliff by a man wanting to make a drum out of him. And mm-hmm. then as a marionette, he jumped back in the sea and decided to swim away and make his bid for freedom. And unfortunately, the giant mountain shark is real and swallowed him whole. And we left him heading towards a light in the shark, leaving it with the author saying to the audience, read the next chapter to find out who it is. As if you wouldn't, as if you've got to flip in chapter well, exactly. 35, gone, actually, uh, I, can't, I can't get into this. No. <laughs> I think you might walk towards the light and find that it's Patrick Swayze from Ghost. <laughs> and they're going to go and do some pottery. Mm. I would totally dig that ending. I'm intrigued to see who this light is. I have a feeling it's going to be Geppetto because he has to reappear at some point. We left him in like, what, chapter seven? Chapter eight and not see you tips. would think so, but I'd love to think that he did just disappear. <laughs> Can you just Without imagine? A trace. Like, he had this like dad that it was like, and it's like I must find dad, da, 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 and it's all bringing it up to this. He's like, oh yeah, I mean, we didn't find him. Yeah, he's found his fairy <laughs> now. He doesn't care. 
He's found a new parental yeah. role model in his life. But also, he didn't know Geppetto that well. It was like a night and a morning, mm. I think. No, I mean, the, time li- the, the timeline's very hazy. Yes. Yeah, but it wasn't long. I mean, he sort of made him, had a bit of a whatever. Uh, gave made him, him some, some new feet. Yeah, he, he made him He made him eat some, what was it? Pears. Or something? Pears. Uh, he sold his coat and then we sort of didn't hear of him again. No. As soon as Pinocchio went to watch the theatre, he, he never went back to Geppetto. Let's go for it. Come on. Chapter 35. Let's dive in. Chapter 35. Pinocchio, as soon as he had said goodbye to his good friend, the Tunny, tottered away in the darkness and began to walk, as well as he could, toward the faint light which glowed in the distance. As he walked, his feet splashed in a pool of greasy and slippery water, which had such a heavy smell of fish fried in oil that Pinocchio thought it was Lent. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> this must be a catholic reference isn't it so, <laughs> yeah i was thinking when he was walking i was like that must be so slimy it's gross to imagine yeah. all the saliva and just oh you just mouth is like, just disgusting absolutely yeah, you just disgusting slip thing. on a taste bud mm. the farther on he went the brighter and clearer grew the tiny light on and on he walked until finally he found, I give you a thousand guesses, my dear children. He found a little table set for dinner and lighted by a candle stuck in a glass bottle. And near the table sat a little old man, white as the snow, eating live fish. They wriggled so that now and again, One of them slipped out of the old man's mouth and escaped into the darkness under the table. I've not seen it in my real life, but I've seen videos of when they serve the live Mm, octopus. Yeah. Yeah. And the octopus is like climbing, climbing up the the chopsticks and onto I'm thinking of Gollum. Physically. I just imagine it getting like, no, but those videos are disgusting. So just imagine like octopus suckers just kind of grabbing your tongue as you swallow. Just made my whole body convulse. But no, live fish, no, not not no. At least bang it. At least bang the head against a rock or a wall or something. Put it out of its misery. Yeah, there's there's some some rib cage that he could have found. Well, he's got a table. Just bash it against the table. Yeah, knock it out. Yeah, jobs are good. At this sight, the poor marionette was filled with such great and sudden happiness that he almost dropped in a faint. He wanted to laugh. He wanted to cry. He wanted to say a thousand and one things, but all he could do was to stand still, stuttering and stammering brokenly. I was just imagining, you know, when you said he almost fell in a faint, I'm just imagining how Pinocchio would faint, and I'm imagining it's a bit like Woody in Toy Story when Andy comes in the room, that kind of... (laughs) (laughs) That kind of of puppet flop to the floor. Yeah. (laughs) With the dead eyes. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Just immediately inanimate, yeah. That's gonna be the that's gonna be the plot twist. Like Pinocchio's gonna lift up his foot and it's gonna say Andy <laughs> <laughs> in markup him. At last, with a great effort, he was able to let out a scream of joy, and opening wide his arms, he threw them around the old man's neck. Oh, father, dear father, have I found you at last? Now Yay. I shall never. Never leave you again. 
Geppetto. He's back. I do love that, like, he's acting like, you know, oh, I found you. And it's like, you weren't looking for him. You went off to a field. You went, tried to get back to your fairy. You forgot about your dad. <laughs> you're settling You're settling for Geppetto now. Yeah, exactly. Away. Now you're in you're trouble in when you need an adult. Right, <laughs> you're like, yeah. you'll do. <laughs> Any, anyone is acceptable at this Isn't point. that the ending we both want? They both die anyway. Yeah. <laughs> C- curled up in the stomach of a whale like the end of the notebook. As the oh. stomach acid washes over them. <laughs> oh. Uh. oh, my eyes. Really telling me the truth. He's back. <laughs> I forgot what he was Answered Scottish. the old man, rubbing his eyes. I'm glad someone eyes. remembered what he sounded I like. Know. <laughs> Are you really my own dear Pinocchio? Yes, 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 it is I. Look at me. And you have forgiven me, haven't you? Oh, dear father, how good you are. And to think that I... Oh, but if you only knew how many misfortunes have fallen on my head and how many troubles I've had. Just think that on the day you sold your coat to buy me my ABC book so that I could go to school, I ran away to the marionette theater and the proprietor caught me and wanted to burn me to cook his roast lamb. He was the one who gave me the five gold pieces for you. But I met the fox and the cat who took me to the inn of the red lobster. There they ate like wolves and I left the inn alone and I met the assassins in the wood. I ran and they ran after me. Uh, Always uh, after me. Till the- <laughs> I, I, we have all read the book. <laughs> <laughs> we know what happens to you, Pinocchio. We've been there every step of the way. I beg you, I beg you, Mr. Author, why not just say, and Pinocchio told him the whole story. Yes. <laughs> and you can do highlights from the red lobster to the, and the terrifying events of something. He told him everything. Like, yeah. that happens. We understand that sometimes other characters have to be made aware of the events of the story. I just want to forewarn you, we are but a fraction of a way through this one. Oh, so strap in. If, it, if it's end of chapter... At the end of the summary, I'm not going to listen to chapter 36. Yeah, I, don't, I don't see the point. I'm just signing off. I'm leaving the Zoom call and running away. <laughs> I ran and they ran after me, always after me, till they hanged me to the branch of a great oak tree. Then the fairy of the azure hair sent the coach to rescue me. And the doctors, after looking at me, said, if he is not dead, then he is surely alive. And then I told a lie and my nose began to grow. It grew and it grew till I couldn't get it through the door of the room. And then I went with the fox and the cat to the field of wonders to bury the gold pieces. The parrot laughed at me and instead of 2,000 gold pieces, I found none. When the judge heard I had been robbed, he sent me to jail to make the thieves happy. And when I came away, I saw a fine bunch of grapes hanging on a grapevine. The trap caught me, and the farmer put a collar on me and made me his watchdog. I forgot he was a dog. (laughs) (laughs) Good, Good recap then, I guess. He found out I was innocent when I caught the weasels and he let me go. The serpent with the tail that smoked started to laugh and his vein in his chest broke and so I went back to the fairy's house. She was dead and the pigeon, seeing me crying, said to me, oh, I love that that was not noteworthy. <laughs> she was dead and... What? What are you talking about? How did she die? <laughs> and the pigeon, seeing me crying, said Bacon. to me... <laughs> 
<laughs> He's not introduced the pigeon. <laughs> Said to me, I have seen your father building a boat to look for you in the America. And I said to him, oh, if only I had wings. And he said to me, do you want to go and get your father? And I said, perhaps, but how? And he said, get on my back. I'll take you there. And we flew all night long. And next morning, the fishermen were looking toward the sea, crying. There is a poor little man drowning. And I knew it was you because my heart told me so. And I waved to you from the shore. I knew you also, put in Geppetto. And I wanted to go to you. But how could I? The sea was rough and the white caps overturned the boat. Then a terrible shark came up out of the sea and as soon as he saw me in the water, swam quickly toward me, put out his tongue and swallowed me as easily as if I had been a chocolate peppermint. (laughs) (laughs) And how long have you been shut away in here? From that day to this, two long weary years, two years, my Pinocchio, which have been like two centuries. Was that really how long it's been since the, the boat day? I, I, I guess. I mean, I don't... Yeah. Well, I suppose because he, he got his life together and went to school and did like a year of being yeah. good at school and then went to Toyland, Toyland like, and was there Toyland for like, was like a five six months, months, and, six months and then he went to... The circus, circus and learn. It took him ages to wow. learn all those tricks. Yeah. How okay. is this shark alive? Because if everything that he's it doesn't eating digest doesn't properly. digest for two years, like <laughs> his metabolism's slower than mine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and how have you lived? And where did you find the candle? <laughs> <laughs> it's a good, good question. point. Yeah. Great question. Logical question. And the matches with which to light it. Where did you get them? You must know that in the storm which swamped my boat, a large ship also suffered the same fate. The sailors were all saved, but the ship went right to the bottom of the sea, and the same terrible shark that swallowed me swallowed most of it. What? Swallowed a ship? asked Pinocchio in astonishment. One gulp, and the only thing he spat out was the main mast, but it stuck in his teeth. To my own good luck, that ship was loaded with meat, preserved foods, crackers, bread, bottles of wine, raisins, cheese, coffee, sugar, wax candles and boxes of matches. I just love the idea of Geppetto just getting ratted in a shark. <laughs> Unfortunately, I drank all the wine in three days. Yeah, he's <laughs> a true Glaswegian. Uh, it was buckfast wine as well. <laughs> With all these blessings, I've been able to live happily on for two whole years. But now I'm at the very last crumbs. Today, there is nothing left in the cupboard. And this candle you see here is the last one I have. How and much then... of a joke is it that Geppetto ate better when he'd been swallowed by a shark than <laughs> when he was at home? <laughs> when all he had, like, he'd scrounged together was to a live pair. On for a week yeah. or also, whatever. Do you, think, do, you, do you not think he would have started doing some carpentry and like ripping up like some of the bits of the ship mm. to like make stuff? Maybe you just like true. make start making stuff in case he made like a little stall. For all the other people that like came came over, like a little, a little market stool. stool, yeah, sell stuff to the tunnies walking by. Yeah, <laughs> I made the magnet. <laughs> <laughs> and then, my dear, 
will find ourselves in darkness. Then, my dear father, said Pinocchio, there is no time to lose. We must try to escape. Escape? How? We can run out of the shark's mouth and dive into the sea. You speak well, but I can't swim, my dear Pinocchio. Why should that matter? You can climb on my shoulders, and I, who am a fine swimmer, will carry you safely to the shore. Dreams, my boy, answered Geppetto, shaking his head and smiling sadly. Do you think it possible for a marionette a yard high to have the strength to carry me on his shoulders and swim? Try it and see. And in any case, if it is written that we must die... We shall at least die together. Not adding another word, Pinocchio took the candle in his hand and going ahead to light the way, he added to his father, Follow me and have no fear. They walked a long distance through the stomach and the whole body of the shark. When they reached the throat of the monster, they stopped for a while to wait for the right moment in which to make their escape. I want you to know that the shark, being very old and suffering from asthma and heart trouble, was obliged to sleep with his mouth open. Because of this, Pinocchio was able to catch a glimpse of the sky filled with stars as he looked up through the open (laughs) jaws of their new home. Hang on, the shark's just like sleeping vertically with his mouth. (laughs) Apparently. To sleep it vertically with his face out of the water with his mouth. Yeah, of course, because that, that's how all sharks... So stupid. Well, that doesn't affect the gills, though. But he already made that error, didn't he? He, he doesn't know that sharks have gills because he talked about him having lungs. Yeah, uh, first they wouldn't have true. lungs. And sharks, I don't think, like, sleep in the conventional sense that we do. They just swim. I'm asthmatic and it's really not great to breathe like that. But am I right in thinking that dolphins do sleep vertically, don't they? I thought dolphins could like switch off half their brain and they sleep by like switching off parts of... Yeah, yeah. But I think they sort of sleep, I want to say like nose down, but they sleep like vertically because they can hold their breath for like four hours or whatever. I might have that wrong. But yeah, I, I don't know. I, I like think heard... whale, whales sleep. Maybe whales sleep vertically. I don't know if dolphins have... yeah. Yeah, I, don't know. I wonder if the author has actually confused the whale with the shark and is taking some some classic whale trivia and applied yeah. it to the wrong animal. Hundred percent. Because you think, oh, I want to do a whale, but there, but then he could have just made it a killer whale. They're Why way didn't you just worse do a whale? Sharks. It's always been a whale. I've always known it as a whale. Yeah, but that's probably because Disney made it a whale. They made it a sperm whale, didn't they? <clears throat> well, maybe Disney realised that there was some anatomical issues going on. Mm, that was their first problem. They're like, we're not taking this on. <laughs> Everything else is fine, but we can't have this. Yeah. The time has come for us to escape, he whispered, turning to his father. The shark is fast asleep. The sea is calm and the night is as bright as day. Follow me closely, dear father, and we shall soon be saved. No sooner said than done, they climbed up the throat of the monster till they came to that immense open mouth. There they had to walk on tiptoes, for if they tickled the shark's long tongue, he might awaken. I don't understand, because if the shark's vertical, then they're climbing up like a vertical shaft. 
There is no on, logic. On tiptoes, that make I, I don't understand. <laughs> Suspend your disbelief or you're just going to get frustrated. I think like right angles. It just seems to be that they're able to just walk at a right angle up a wall. <laughs> yeah. Apparently. Gravity's got suckers gone out on the their shoes. Up. Yeah. He's got his bur- cat burglar kit on. Yeah. yeah. The tongue was so wide and so long that it looked like a country road. The two fugitives were just about to dive into the sea when the shark sneezed very suddenly. And as he sneezed, he gave Pinocchio and Geppetto such a jolt that they found themselves thrown on their backs and dashed once more and very unceremoniously into the stomach of the monster. (laughs) Back to one. (laughs) To make matters worse, the candle went out and father and son were left in the dark. And now? asked Pinocchio with a serious face. No, we are lost. Why lost? Give me your hand, dear father, and be careful not to slip. Where will you take me? We must try again. Come with me and don't be afraid. With these words, Pinocchio took his father by the hand, and always walking on tiptoes, they climbed up the monster's throat for a second time. They then crossed the whole tongue and jumped over three rows of teeth. But before they took the last great leap, the marionette said to his father, Climb on my back and hold on tightly to my neck. I'll take care of everything else. As soon as Geppetto was comfortably seated on his shoulders, Pinocchio, very sure of what he was doing, dived into the water and started to swim. The sea was like oil. The moon shone in all splendour and the shark continued to sleep so soundly that not even a cannon shot would have awakened him. End of chapter. I do like the picture of an old man sitting on a tiny wooden puppet, like <laughs> speed like... speedboating through the water. Yeah. <laughs> Team America style, yeah. like all the way through. <laughs> His big shiny nose. Yeah. Well, at least they're out the shark. Wait. They made it. I laugh when they fell back in, so it shows you where my uh, yeah, it's true. empathy is. They, uh, I was quite impressed with Pinocchio's um, fortitude in that scenario. It's amazing how like Geppetto was there for two years and was just like, well, this is my life now. And maybe that's why his life was so terrible before Pinocchio, because he just didn't Absolutely really defeatist. have any kind of drive. Yeah, he didn't yeah. have any kind of drive to like better his situation. He's a well, world-class carpenter. And just like, it's like, have you have you thought about putting some leaflets out? Yeah, no, marketing. no, obey my staff. Well, does yeah. anyone know your Does anyone know you're a carpenter? Uh, like, this is probably why he sucked. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like one of those people who just sits there at home and goes, "Why is no one phoning me? What more could I do?" And it's like, <laughs> no one knows what you're doing. <laughs> so I was quite impressed with like his go get, you know go-getter attitude there where even with a setback he was like no come on we can do it we need to go again take my hand we can do it and it's the first time i've actually gone oh okay there's actually some substance to pinocchio he's not just this whimsical go with wherever the wind blows me kind of guy he actually does have some metal and you know some kind of idea of what he wants so i kind of enjoyed that seeing that side of him i I, I finally saw him as 
a hero rather than just this annoyance. Yeah, his determination. And I suppose like that that in the th- the fact that the tables have turned because this is somebody who's literally at the, at the end of their their tether they've got they've got nothing left to give and he's like no i didn't come all this way just to to curl up and die with you yeah it's just kind of nice yeah i wish he had <laughs> <laughs> that ship sailed that ship sailed for me he's done yeah he told the whole story again um he told the whole story again i don't care mm. what he did or what what shark he jumped out of However, biologically and physically impossible it was that they did it. I, yeah. No, no going back. I can see why Disney kind of sexed up the escape because that was quite. Well, they did it in like um, suspenders. But yeah. <laughs> Stockings and high heels and fill the bubbles. No, what I mean is that like that was quite a like easy escape. It was just, oh, we're just going to walk to the mouth and jump out and swim away. And it's like, okay. Whereas in the Disney film, you know, they build a big fire and they make the whales sneeze and then they're trying rowing away and the, the, the whales like chasing them and, you know, trying to bear down on them and eat them again. So I can see why they tried to introduce more suspense and stuff to it. I'm wondering if the shark wakes up, but at the end it said, you know, even a cannon wouldn't wake him up. So it seems like they're away from the shark scot-free right now. In fact, Pinocchio is not scot-free. He's got one scot with him. <laughs> yes, he's got one scot by the name of Geppetto. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I'm so slow today. I completely if anything, he's that. scot-full. <laughs> That's brilliant. Yes. <laughs> I applaud that. That was a that was a great pun. Clever. But yeah, he they they seem to be, you know, home homeward bound right now. So I don't know if prediction territory now when we go into that, if if we should introduce more peril or if the peril's over. So Mini Blub. Mini Blub. Mini Blub. What is happening? <laughs> and that's the last, the last time we we're going to hear ourselves. it the is last it time well, yeah that's sad the mm. last time it's not going to be the last jingle I ever make that, for that is <laughs> not I think more eight part harmony jingle yes I think the world deserves it I insist it. upon it okay the world would be a bleaker place without it so for the last time for the last mini blur prediction we should probably work out who's won from the points but I, I maybe the mystery's better um, so for the last time Pinocchio and Geppetto swim to shore and they find the... Bl- I'm going to just be a dick and say the obvious. And they find the blue fairy and the blue fairy is like, what took you so long? And the blue fairy is going to be like, ah, ha, 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 ha. And they're going to have cheese and biscuits and the, ma- the mastiff <laughs> will be there and they'll have coffee and milk and then they'll say... And she won't turn Pinocchio into a real boy because you go, don't you see? You're realer than any boy. And then you go, actually, I'm happy being made of wood. And then he sings, I got no strings to hold me down. And then the curtains come across. <laughs> and scene. Yeah. That's the ending I want to hear. Right. <laughs> I'm going to go for something more like tightly. Okay. Homeward bound. Or like oh, okay. the journey home. Pinocchio's journey home to become a real boy. I'm going to go for something like that. I love it. It was just called like the last chapter. The, I can't believe they're still reading. How how idiotic do you have to be? You should have stopped at the snake. <laughs> well, despite all that detail, David, I can't really justify giving you more than about a tenth of a point. Okay, I'll take uh, a tenth. Uh, Matt, I think you can have 
six. six <gasps> and because of this book, I now know that's more. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you do. Learning. <laughs> because chapter 36, the very last chapter's mini blurb reads, Pinocchio finally ceases to be a marionette and becomes a boy. He's finally managed it. Apparently. He's yeah. finally grown a pair. Do you know? <laughs> Could you imagine if everything he already had just got made flesh and so he'd be so annoyed at Geppetto if he didn't make you that area? <laughs> if you were just like, he's a eunuch. Yeah. He's still he's as smooth, smooth as the day he was Kendall, just Kendall at the front. I want to read the the epilogue after this where he's turned into a real boy and hates it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That, that's what I want to read. I want to read Pinocchio after too. This, like, Will you yeah. get cracking on that fan fiction, Matt? And we'll yeah. read it next week. <laughs> when he's like scuffs his knees and it's bleeding everywhere and it really hurts. And he's like, oh, my old wooden skin didn't do this. And then he and then he gets shivved again, and this time he, he just bleeds <laughs> out. He bleeds out on the side of a road. And he's like, ah, what? He still what? thinks he has his wood powers and doesn't realise that he's now <laughs> yeah. vulnerable to attack. Yeah. So if you have any thoughts and opinions on this chapter, you can message us on thelazybookclub at gmail.com. Or you can sail on down to the Twitter sphere, and you can get us there on at lazybookclubpod. Or you can fly first class to Instagramville at Lazy Book Club Pod. He's made up places, guys. Come I don't on, what's know. going on? Better than Toy Town. You can tell who the unimaginative one is. It's me because I just do the same thing every week. That's true. And you do I it have so like well. the scripted bits, and then you guys just mess with it. I like. I sometimes it. wonder actually if you even bother to use the fresh recordings, and you just copy and paste <laughs> your bit. <laughs> Matt's actually yeah. recording as we speak now. He's actually not there. <laughs> yeah, Matt's, no, Matt, exactly. Matt's in Bolivia. Like, yeah. <laughs> of all the He's places. The carbon copy. Join us tomorrow for the final chapter of Pinocchio, chapter 36. We'll see you there. Triple final week. Ah!